The Upside is sponsored by our friends at Cozy Earth. They make the show possible to give to you for free. They are such incredible partners and they make incredible products. So we are so proud to partner with them. They've got the sheets, they've got the bath towels, really anything cozy that you could want in your house. They make it and they do it better than anybody else. You can get 40% off anything on Cozy Earth's website. Go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy. And at the end of your checkout, the discount will populate right there. It's 40% off callieandjeff.com slash cozy. Cozy. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, June 8th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for root beer. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for refrigerators. <laughs> How neat. Where one could keep their root beer. Where one could keep their root beer. How neat. To eat half of what you want to eat and then have somewhere to put it so you can enjoy whatever it is whenever you're ready next. I frequently do that with my iced coffee. Yeah, Callie gets an iced coffee at about the same time every day, about 8 every morning, 8.30 every morning, still drinking the same iced coffee at 3 p.m. Yes. And it's not a giant, it's not one of those Starbucks, what's the one that's above? It's not a venti. No, Trenta. Trenta. It's not a Starbucks... Trenta, it's just a regular, it would be the equivalent of a grande. Yeah. Shout out to us, by the way, no Starbucks in- Like a month. Weeks. Like a month. Like, so we discovered that Valor Coffee place and we love it. It's fantastic. They actually have a podcast, by the way, which is super cool. And the coffee is really good. But now, wherever we go, like we were down at Ponce um, doing some stuff for the- soon-to-be studio opening, and uh, they have a local coffee place that makes, I, here's the key, handmade syrups. Like the flavorings, if there's whatever they make at the place, is usually like the best drink. Know that if you're a Starbucks person out of comfort, I was. I went to Starbucks because I knew how to order the fancy crap that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be... My dad, black coffee. Yes. Or I think, uh, I don't remember how, I don't remember who, I think my dad just took black coffee with one of those little creamer things in it, you know, little plastic things. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. No matter where in the world you go, you can get a cup of black coffee and a tiny little thimble full of- Creamer. Creamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe maybe my mom drank black coffee. I don't think anybody put sugar in it, but that would have been the fanciest. Yeah. Sugar and cream. It, that, I, I envy that because mine, things are complicated. If you decide to break away from Starbucks and you go to any other coffee shop and you tell them that you're breaking away from Starbucks, they will say, what do you get there? Then they will tell you what they have that is equivalent and more delicious. Yeah, you did that. With handmade syrups, for example. Yeah, we you did that also at a Cuban coffee shop down the street from us. And you went and basically said, hi, I'm new here. Yep. And this is what I normally get. And they actually told you. Right. Oh, yeah, you don't want to go that far with this drink. Right. They said, we're going to have to back it down a little bit because our espresso is a little bit stronger. Yeah, Cuban espresso is, is really... Intense. So they said, oh, you sometimes you get an extra shot. Let's not do that here <laughs> unless you have a change of underpants in your car. <laughs> or like a heart 
defibrillator or whatever. Right. Um, and I will say, and I don't want this to be Starbucks bashing because they are convenient. The they got the rewards program so you can get stuff for free. You get stuff for free. Everything, they're, they're, they're great at what they do. The coffee feels different from the other. I know. It doesn't, the, the post-coffee crash isn't as intense. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm just saying that. The folks in Finland who for the sixth year and have been in a row have been named the happiest country in the world are now going to start capitalizing on this. They are holding their first ever master class of happiness and coaches from this class will be sharing their top tips uh, for being happy. And you have to listen to them because they're they all live- the happiest country in the world. Uh I think that the course happens at the end of, it's a four day long course. I think it happens at the end of this month and then it's going to be available to the public. There's only a dozen people or so allowed to take the course, Mm -hmm. but that, but then the lectures and whatnot will be available to the public. Um, They have released two steps to happiness. One of, one of which we can all apply immediately and, and and bring greater joy to our lives. The first one is um, just get out in nature more. Be mm-hmm. inten- be intentional about being in nature. That's a, that's an easy one. Uh, immerse your ways. Immerse yourself in nature in ways that make you feel good. So that could be going for a hike. It could be going for a walk. Callie, you go for a walk every single day now. Things like that. Easy. The second one is make food and eating. A constant, joyful experience. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And I'm not good at this. I'm not good at it either. That's why I really don't cook very often. I'm, But it's not about the cooking. I I know, but the experience... The For me, and I know it's because it's hard for me to focus, so I always screw recipes up. But the... Joy is taken, it is sucked out of me. By the preparation? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I today, or yesterday rather, I was craving a hamburger. I don't know why. I was just craving a hamburger and it was lunchtime. And I knew that you wouldn't want burgers for dinner. So I said, I'm going to make a hamburger for lunch. We had the ground beef. We had hamburger buns. I even toasted the bun a little bit with a little bit of butter in a cast iron skillet. I made it so good. It was a delicious burger. But when I was eating it, I was also scrolling through my phone. Mm. I think I was sitting in the living room. You weren't being mindful. I was watching Ellie on the monitor because she had just gone out for her nap and she was being silly. It was a waste of a burger. Yeah. I should have put that on a plate, gotten an onion or a piece of cold lettuce on it, opened it. Ice cold Coca Cola. Yeah, it's Sat the mindfulness out. thing. Yes, I will say I won. I bet this is not in their tips, but I would venture to say, and I don't know this for sure, but if I had free healthcare and a lower cost of living, I might be the happiest version of myself too. What do you mean? Isn't Finland oh, one of those Finland. countries yeah, like yeah, where yeah. the cost of living is like really great yeah. and they have public healthcare, so there's no, you know, yeah. The expert, astronomical healthcare expenses. 
Uh, the expert, um, Alex Nurmi, is the one who is coaching on how to be, how to make um, food a full-on joyful experience. And uh, his or her, the he or she, Alex's uh, tip is to express gratitude with every bite. And it doesn't matter if you're at the fanciest restaurant in town or if you've just picked a fresh blueberry off a bush. Yeah. Be grateful for the deliciousness you're about to experience. Picking a blueberry off a bush while you're really getting into this like finished mindset. Yeah. We said yesterday on the show that we were going to be talking more about my story. And um, because this is a really pivotal time in my life right now. I've just left a corporate job to run our business and we're, you know, growing our family and and all of these things. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about as it relates to that is how I left my job at CNN because I negotiated my way out. And I didn't talk about that before because I think I felt like, I don't know, it was like two in the weeds or I don't know. I didn't see the relevance at the time, but now I feel like left and right, we're seeing so many people going through layoffs and all the stuff that I think it might be helpful to someone else. And I want to pass along what I learned in the past six months about employment and HR and reduction in force, which is a big fancy terms for mass layoff, mass layoffs. I didn't know that term before February. The crazy situation that we found ourselves in, and we've, we've talked briefly about this, but when they had their layoffs in early December, everybody Callie worked with, virtually everybody, was let go because the show that she worked on, a show called Morning Express, was canceled. Mm-hmm. So there was there was no more Morning Express show. Additionally, virtually all of the live programming in Atlanta was now being done out of New York or DC. And Callie's job was to assist talent during live shows. So why they retained her, we couldn't figure out. We were like, we, yeah, it, it was like it a big question It didn't make sense, mark. but they made a lot of promises to her. They kept saying, hold on, we got something great coming for you. So I was waiting around and still was skeptical because, um, you know, they explained to me that, okay, we have your job title in other areas of the company, So we're going to place you somewhere. It's going to be great. You're going to love it, whatever. And Jeff and I are having conversations at home. Like, how could they possibly place me in the same job that I'm doing? It doesn't exist here. Right. So what are we going to do? And that's a function of corporate America. The job title that you had in the computer system is different. Every single person who has that job title does something a little bit different. Yours was probably the most unique. You were the only executive talent assistant working with the talent during the live broadcast of their show. Right. And the only one. So you were, you also were a producer or a, as needed I also was like editing manager, scripts. Yeah. Uh, a runner, anything mm-hmm. that had to come up during the execution of a live show fell on your lap even though your title was the same as as the person sitting outside the CEO's office yes. signing off on vacation requests from the corporate 
you know, from senior management. Right. Totally different jobs, but on paper at the company, same title. Right. Um, which, you know, yeah. Anyway, so um, we, Jeff actually called a employment attorney and who represents the big companies to get some advice because we just didn't know. We don't speak the language. We don't know if we're entitled to anything. We don't know how to navigate the situation. And he gave us some really great advice. My my fear, the reason I called is my fear was that they were just going to realize their mistake 30 days later and and Callie would be gone, fired with no severance. Right. Which didn't seem right, but also... We don't know if it's legal. And we're in the middle of IVF. So the benefits thing is oh, a critical piece crucial. of that. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was all a mess. And what he said to us is, hey, look, you're, people can move you to a lateral position, right? It sounds like the job descriptions are not the same. Right. So you got something there. And I think that's worth going to them and saying, hey, you guys made a mistake. And I want you to correct it. Here's what he said that I seems so obvious to me, but I had no clue and would have never thought of this on my own. He said, if they're, if they tell, you no, the person that, you know, you know, that's in charge of your group, you're not going high enough. If they're saying that's not a possibility, we're not entertaining it. We're not talking to the bosses. We're not doing anything that you need to go to the highest person in HR that will take your call at the company and, and explain to them what's going on, which I wouldn't have done. I, and I hadn't done, and I had expressed you, my you concerns. Had gone, you had gone two or three up and they said, yeah, there's nothing we could do about that. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what they were supposed to do. And that's when I was pushing you. I'm like, go higher, go higher. So that attorney told Jeff, like, go higher. And Jeff was like, Callie, you got to go higher. And I'm like, no, but the people like in my tree, you know, the organizational tree, they've said no. So that must just be that I have to accept it. And he's like, no, you don't. You you actually don't. And until there's someone that's willing to discuss things with you back and forth, you have to assume that everyone else has been given a directive that they have to carry out. No, so you nobody, have to get to the person that has given the directive. I think the example, the exact example that he used was if you go into a fast food restaurant and you say to the person behind the counter, I would like 12 packets of ketchup. And the person behind the counter says, sorry, we only allow five per person. Somebody made that rule. Right. So if you need a dozen ketchup packets, you got to find out who made that rule. Because until you find out who made that rule, everybody's going to just do their job. And their job yes. is five ketchup packets. And no matter what you say to them, they're not common sense, logic. I, I bought three orders of fries. I should be getting three times the ketchup packets. But the rule is five. But the rule is five. And that's their job to enforce the rule. So you work your way up until you get to the manager or the franchise owner or the corporate office. That's who can authorize the 12. Mm -hmm. And that's who you need to find. And that's who I found. And um, it was a really good experience for me. I am not good in situations under pressure when it's language that I'm foreign <laughs> <laughs> that's foreign to me. Right. So when I had my big like HR meeting, 
I was so nervous that I was going to say the wrong thing and screw it up. And Jeff wrote me a script. So if my mind blanked out, because this happens to me often, I would have something to refer to about the points that I wanted to get across. And that was the best thing that we could have done because I would have forgotten all of it. But we made, you know, one, two, three, and totally 100% taking emotion out of it. Right. Like, I, you know, not once did I say, I don't think it's fair. Right. I don't think it was, hey, this is the job that I'm being told to do. And that's not the job that I've been doing for seven years. Right. So I think I should be laid off. Um, and it was, it was great. And I'm so glad that he gave us that advice because the first two people I talked to were like, yeah, no, there's no exceptions. We're not doing that. Because the manager said five ketchup packets. Because they said five ketchup packets and that's their job is to enforce that with the employees. Um, and I, so I, when I got to the person, she said, you know, we really, we are zero. I can tell you right now, we have not been doing this with people, but I see what you're saying about how different the job is that you were doing from the job that might be assigned to you. And I want to take it to my boss and see what they say. And they came back with, with an offer. Um, and it wasn't the offer I was hoping for, but a, it was an offer and B it was three days longer than if I would have gotten laid off in December. And to Jeff, Jeff was like, a win is a win. That's what was a, it? Maybe it was like two days. That's a win. It was it, it was less than a week longer than what the severance would have been. Now, if you want to argue on a technicality, we did spend two months of that really, really stressed, not knowing mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have had to deal. But we're not going to go back and argue that. We're going to take it. Yeah, we're going to take it. We and we're going to run off into the sunset, which... We did. And my point in telling you this is you can ask questions and the system in the way it's set up is available to you to be able to do that. And I feel like a lot of times we feel, especially I feel like millennials are so guilty of this. We're like, well, I don't want to disrupt the company. Well, I don't want to disrupt, you know, the head of HR or the head, whatever. But the whole reason that HR team- really. I think is that millennials, a thing or is it because millennials to me seem like they will buck the system? Um, I think that's Gen Z. I think millennials, we don't want to, I think inherently we want to like fall in line, okay. not ruffle feathers, not, you know, like fall in the corporate wheel or whatever. But the truth is an HR department exists at a company for that reason. You right. know what I mean? And a lot of times, I mean, I was, I, know that there are things that the company offered that I didn't take advantage of and we all should. And I think we feel guilty about using the resources that they're giving us. Why? That's part of us working there is that we get to take advantage of, I'd never talked to a person in human resources before this. Right. Like I don't want to bother them. Right. And it's not like I'm knocking at their dinner table. You know what I mean? Like you're not showing up at their house. You're not showing it up at the house. Hey, can, and, I t- can I talk about my dental plan real quick? <laughs> and it's not personal to the company, but it is personal to us. And you have to figure out how to take the personal out of it. And that helps a little bit with the guilt of walking into someone's office and saying, I need help because this doesn't seem right. Or I need help navigating this um, because they're not taking it personally. All right. Now I've been telling you for years how much I love Thrive Cosmetics, but 
I'm going to let somebody else tell you because we got this voicemail. On the Liquid Lash Mascara, I got it because they were a partner and it's amazing. You can wash it off, like Callie said, with water and a washcloth. But here's the key. It doesn't stain your washcloth. I don't know what voodoo is going on, but it doesn't stain your washcloth. So it's amazing. I had never even thought about including that, but that is absolutely a genius point. It doesn't stain your washcloths, which is really rare. A reason that I love Thrive Cosmetics so much is that they make vegan and cruelty-free beauty products made with skin-loving ingredients, no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates, all without compromising performance. Plus, Cause is in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 20% off your first order. When you have somebody coming to stay with your kid for a date night or whatever the reason, you always got to make sure that there are some foods that your child loves in the fridge or freezer or pantry, because if there's not, then mealtime for the grandparent or the babysitter is going to be meltdown time. If you are a little spoon family, you don't have to worry about it because your kids' favorites get delivered right to the door. Now, Ellie's little spoon favorite right now are the smoothies, but they've also got those plates. These these are for toddlers and big kids. They are mac and cheese plates with hidden veggies in there. They're uh, chicken pot stickers, chicken dumplings, things that you probably won't make at home, but your kid's going to love them. Um, and like I said, the smoothies, you can't go wrong with every flavor smoothie. And because Little Spoon is delivered right to your door, you never have to worry about not having it. So there's no last minute runs to the grocery store. They've got stuff to take care of your kid from baby to big kid. You can save 30% using littlespoon.com slash upside 30. That's upside three zero at littlespoon.com. You get 30% off your first order. Littlespoon.com slash upside 30 code upside 30 for 30% off your first order at checkout. Waking up feeling refreshed and being a parent to younger children don't usually go hand in hand, but they have for us because we have the hatch rest. And with the hatch rest, restful nights for the entire family can be your new reality. This is a product that we registered for. We were really excited about it because a lot of our friends told us how amazing it was. And Ellie has used it literally since the first day of her life. And we love it. It's a great noise machine for her and it's great for babies. And then when we transition her into a big kid's bed and she has a little bit more independence, they have color and sound cues. So the time for bed pairing alerts tell them that it's time to wind down for the night. And then in the morning, a time to rise signal lets them know when it's okay to get out of bed. So, okay, you can get out of bed when the light turns blue or whatever, and they can pick out the color that they like. And it keeps the early riser kids in bed for a little bit longer, which is amazing, especially on the weekends when you just want to sleep in a little bit more. So we love our hatch. We are so excited that they are an advertiser on our show. And I cannot speak to how much we've enjoyed this. And Ellie is a great sleeper. And I attribute that to Hatch. 
The rest has helped over 3 million babies and parents get restful sleep. And it's no wonder that it's consistently a top baby registry item. It was definitely a top registry item on ours. Right now, Hatch is offering upside listeners up to 15% off your purchase of a Hatch Rest and free shipping at hatch.co slash upside. So if you're ready for improved sleep for your kids and for yourself, go to hatch.co slash upside to get up to 15% off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. Did you see the chart that Mosh posted on his Monu's Instagram? That is a very broad question, but are you talking about the um, the birthday chart? The, yes. The I most, love the birthday chart. The most common birth dates. If you don't follow uh, Mo News on Instagram, it's M-O-S-H-E-H. It's his first name, Moshe. M-O-S-H-E-H. Uh, he, he does a great job covering the news. And then he also throws fun stuff in here, like uh, a chart showing how common every day of the year is when it comes to babies being born. So my birthday, for example, is... November 10th and November 10th is right in the middle. Now it's actually a little um, blue purple. So it's not very common. Callie, your birthday, not very common. February 2nd, not very common. Ellie's birthday, November 2nd, right in the middle. It's a little more. Okay. What are really common ones? Can you see on there? It's clear as day that July, August, and September are all red. So that means... Red meaning the most popular. The most popular. So that means people are making babies in the winter. Mm-hmm. As soon as it We're starts... staying to, warm. As soon as it starts to get cold, <laughs> that's when they start making babies. Now, what's fascinating about this is if you talk to any woman who has the... who is blessed enough to be able to control when she wants to have a baby, mm-hmm. nobody wants to have a baby in July... Or August. Because you're nine months pregnant. One of my best friends is having a... August a sh- baby, right? August baby. And she is... She's already she's like, miserable. She's already... She's like, I am hot. It is hot. I am not leaving my house. Um, the week of Christmas, not a lot of babies. What's funny though, the week before and the week after Christmas, ton of babies. So I don't know if that's people trying to put off having a December 25th birthday. I totally think that is. People maybe scheduling C-sections before or after just so. Yes. They don't have to share their birthday with Jesus. Yes. Okay. Um, Remember, we scheduled my original C-section date uh, so Ellie wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in the hospital for Thanksgiving week. We did? Mm-hmm. Oh, was, yeah, that's right. She was supposed right. to be born November 17th. Because I remember how cute it was because your thought was that she would be born and then we would host Thanksgiving the next week and everybody would be able to come see her. You would be hosting Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I don't it think w- that's why we did that because um, it was COVID. So we weren't hosting anything. It wasn't COVID when we scheduled the C-section. Yeah, it was. It was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and one other th- interesting I thing. I love your confidence, though. One other interesting thing about it is um, for the first six months of the year, the quietest day is the 12th. Isn't that weird? Hmm. The 12th of January, February, March, April, May, June, all of those. Interesting. No baby's born on that day. 
here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing, I want to shout from the rooftops. Years ago, we talked on the show about margarita burn. I did not know that citrus fruits in the sun burn your skin. Now you might be saying, Kelly, why would you have a citrus fruit in the sun? Well, a lot of poolside drinks come with lemon or lime in them. That can literally burn your skin. Yeah, Kelly had a sunburned mustache. I did. From sipping on poolside, margar- like there were strawberry margaritas or something. Yeah. For two whole afternoons and for a week, she had this red thing. And it's one of those, if you know, you know, because everybody who knew about it was knew, found out the same exact way Callie did. And it's so painful. So citrus fruits... That's one of them. Another one is celery. And a woman found out about this because she had a teething baby and gave her baby celery. And they developed the same thing I did, the burn. Celery's not citrus, is it? No, it's not citrus. But I'm just saying there are other foods that can do it. Um, And the condition is called phytophotodermatitis. Okay. And it can happen when you touch certain plants and then go in the sun. And apparently celery is one of them. Do you have a complete list? I feel, I feel as though that should be a summertime warning. No, but they, how did one, how, I guess not a lot of people are drinking celery. So that wouldn't have come out in any way. Um, But yeah, her kid was in direct sunlight for like 20 minutes and that celery burn. So uh, your second random thing is, I love, I love the fact that somebody invented this. Um, if you've ever wondered how an asteroid crash might affect you, there's a website called Asteroid Launcher. All right. You can type in your address so or any address, a location. Uh, then you can pick your asteroid based on speed, diameter, impact angle, and then you hit launch asteroid. And it will show you how many people would be vaporized upon the asteroid's impact, uh, how big the path of destruction would be, uh, how how many people in your city would be hurt from, from the asteroid impact, and the estimated size of the fireball. Now, here's the thing. I feel like if you're having a bad day at work, that could be a cathartic exercise. Especially you know if, you know I mean? your, if you know your boss's address. Yeah, like you don't want it. That could just be like therapeutic. My thing is, I don't want to know that kind of stuff. Like there could be an asteroid. And if I'm going to go, like I don't want to be one of those people that survives in a bunker under my house. Like if everybody else is gone, I want to go. I don't want to so, be here by myself. Screw that. Some There was a news story a few weeks ago. I think somebody in Australia or New Zealand but they had a rock come through the roof of their house and land in the kitchen. And it was it was maybe the size of a softball, but it was some piece of space rock. Oh, my God. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't big enough. I mean, this asteroid launcher, when they're talking about vaporizing whole cities, they're, you know, wasn't an asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. So that's what they're talking about. But you can also throw something in there and say, mm, I don't know, golf ball size. Would that destroy my boss's house? Yeah. And your third random thing for today is research shows that taking vacations comes with mental, mental, physical and mental health benefits. I feel like we talked about this uh, earlier and the time that you need to reap the benefits of vacation days is two weeks. So 
that if you're going to take a full vacation, take two weeks. If you're allowed to. If you're allowed to. And it says, if you can't take a full day, day vacation, just take a half day. <laughs> Words are very hard. You Words need a va- hard Sounds like me. you need a vacation. I do need, need a vacation. Um, and then in the study, it said that 46% of Americans don't use all their PTO every year, which just... Which is what we talked about a few days ago. I just can't imagine a world where that's a reality. Like, what? it's It's purely an American perfect attendance record. Uh, put your job first. You know who I think that 40 per- 46% is? I think they're all attorneys. No. Yes. They're just people. Mm. They're people who are... Who, who have just been trained by their parents and by the education system and by you have to work hard and we work hard, we're Americans, work hard, who have been trained just to at work at all costs. That's who those people are. Take, anyway, your, take your vacation days. It's good for your health. Take a take a breath, take a breather. Your jo- you're not going to lose your job. You know what's interesting slash funny is that by the time Ellie is grown up or whatever. She has kids and we're grandparents. Yeah. she. We're going to say things like, you know, you really shouldn't be working so much. Like there's going to be a trend where it's trendy again to work no. all the time. Nope. And then we're going to be like, you know, you shouldn't I, be working so much. I don't think so. I think that I think the America is catching up with the rest of the world. Yeah. I think by the time, I honestly believe that by the time she is an adult, that sabbaticals and taking months off and even you know the as they do in parts of Europe where they shut down for a little while in the afternoon siesta the siesta time i think all of that is going to become more normal i think 4 day week work weeks are going to be a thing yeah i hope so and those are your three random things thanks for listening to the upside podcast peace to you hi upsiders i'm calling about mary that calls you randomly. She's the person that got me listening to your podcast from day one. She had me uh, following along with Jeff before the podcast began. And 39 years ago on June 8th was the joy, my complete joy of uh, having her as my second baby and she has been a total joy ever since. I love you, Mary. Happy birthday. Hey, Callie and Jazz and Katie. Somebody who's had 16 times of surgery. Yes, that's right, one thing. Um, let me tell you two things. Number one, go find someone that does a sinus massage. It sounds crazy, but it is the best thing I've ever had done. They basically like massage your face and then they have like all this essential oil stuff to help kind of like bring everything out. The other thing is there's a company in Monroe, Georgia that does ship, it's called Rinse, and they have a cold and cough or sinus disc that goes in your shower as well. Amazing, absolutely amazing. So check those out, good luck. I know not being able to take anything is really awful, but, I highly recommend both of those things. And I hope you have a great day. Bye. So back in the 80s, even the in-ground pools had those liners. So I know exactly what you're talking about. So there was levels. Like 
unfancy people had the above ground pool, fancy people had the in-ground pool with the liner, and then the ultra-fancy people had the pool that was like concrete or whatever they make them out of these days. I don't think they'll make an in-ground pool anymore with those liners, but that was kind of the scale of things. And so all of our friends who had pools obviously had, I say obviously, it's not obvious, but anyway, um, had the liner pools, the in-ground in liner pools. Also, another core memory is honeysuckle growing wild. So you would go out, like your mom would push you out the door during the day, and you would go play all day at your friend's house, and y'all would wander the neighborhood, and there was always that neighbor that had honeysuckle, and you would um, eat or drink or whatever you call it, the honeysuckle nectar from the plants. I don't know if that was safe, but we didn't die, so whatever. So anyway, that's all I had to say. Just keep up the good work and have a great day, y'all. Bye. Stop waiting. You don't need a book. You don't need a coach. You don't need a degree. You don't need a mentor. You don't need a supplement. You don't need a vacation. You don't need a backup plan. You just need to start.